Um, I wanted to uh, close our time uh, by putting uh, emphasis on the need for faith. As I wrote the book, Fight, uh, Flight, or Faith, How to Survive the Great Tribulation, I wanted to um, argue as strongly as I could that I believe that God has called us uh, in the final week just as our whole life has been called to a time of faith. In Revelation chapter 13, verse 10, John concludes uh, his discussion of the rise of the first beast, whom we now, of course, call Antichrist, the beast who comes from the sea. He writes in chapter 13, verse 5, he says, And the beast was given a mouth, uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed, and he, and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. It opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, blaspheming his name and his dwelling. That is those who dwell in heaven. And it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. And authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all who dwell on the earth will worship it everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb that was slain. Clear reference to God's elect as being those who will not worship, take his mark. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. Here is insight, wisdom. If anyone is to be taken captive <coughs> to captivity, he goes. If anyone is to be slain with the sword, with the sword must he be slain. That is the strongest statement of the sovereign control of God in connection with this period that occurs in the Revelation. It indicates to me that the final week of Daniel is first a sovereignly decreed period. It is very important for you to help not only yourself, but <coughs> those with whom you talk to understand that regardless of the nature of the final seven-year period, it is God's sovereign decreed time. God set that. He is allowing it. He has shaped that week, and it will be a fulfillment ultimately of his divine will. That in itself, I believe, should cause us to know and to understand that we're in good hands. If God sovereignly allows it, it is not going to be contrary to his will. It is going to be a fulfillment of his sovereign decree for the completing of all things, not only including Israel, but the church as well. It is a sovereignly decreed period. Second thing, that it is sovereignly executed. God is watching over it and is making absolutely sure that that which he wants will occur. 
Part of the seventh week is God's permissive will. Part of it is his perfect will. His perfect will will be done. He will also permit certain things to happen as a result of the choices his people are making. When he says, if anyone is to be taken captive, to captivity he goes, it is a divine passive. God is allowing it. God is overseeing it. God is making sure it occurs. If anyone is to be slain, that slain there is the same word used to describe the death of Jesus. It's the same word used to describe Satan or Antichrist, what happens to him. It's the same word used to describe the martyrs in chapter 5 and 6. And it is the same term used to describe the will of God and its fulfillment in the lives of people during this particular time. It is God sovereignly executed. It is sovereignly decreed, it is sovereignly executed, and it is sovereignly ended. It is going to end just as God has decreed. With the glorious manifestation of Jesus Christ riding on the cloud as God's divine cloud rider who always comes to deliver his people and to pour out wrath on the wicked. It initiates the day of the Lord during which God will accomplish the salvation of Israel, the deliverance of this world, and return it to God's sovereign control. It will end just as God has sovereignly decreed. He sovereignly decreed it, he sovereignly executed, and it will sovereignly end. Now, what is our response to the sovereignty of God? Notice the final part of verse 10. Here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. You will have two responsibilities in connection with this final period. Number one is to endure. You must endure. You must suffer under. You must allow this weight that God is going to put on this world to be on your back, and you must carry it. You must endure. I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that I do not believe that we as a people have an enduring spirit. After 2,000 years of the Bible, the Word of God, we do not have an enduring spirit. We grow weary quite quickly. We lose our tenacity we lose our courage. We lose our willingness to hang in there when it really gets tough. Most of us abandon and run. That is not a criticism, ladies and gentlemen. It's just the reality of our day. Because we have done everything that we can from a government perspective to make life as easy as we can make it. We've got insurance for everything that insurance could possibly have health insurance, life insurance, car insurance, house insurance. We've got loss insurance. We can even insure our legs, voice, and vocal cords. We insure everything, and we fall back on that believing 
that we will at least have Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and now they're even saying they're going to have national health care. What they have systematically done is taken away our need to trust exclusively in God. You must endure, my friend, and that means that you are going to have to be people of great faith. Here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. You're going to have to trust the sovereign plan of God. You're going to have to trust God that what he is allowing to happen is his will and that which he allows to happen with respect to you is his will for your life. Regardless of how ugly it may look, regardless of how difficult it might be, regardless of how much hurt and pain it may incur, it is God sovereignly allowing these things to happen in your life. And how you respond will indicate whether or not you fully, totally appreciate that. I know, I know, I know. I know that your mind just cannot fathom the idea that God is going to actually allow you to undergo great persecution. The idea that that could be the will of God. The, the, the idea that God could be glorified in allowing you being to be thrown to the lions. That God could actually allow you to have to go out and fight in an arena where the world is getting pleasure from your misery and suffering being torn and ripped and brutalized by the lions of the arena. Ladies and gentlemen, the church grew up in the church. The church grew up in jail. Our first followers of Christ all went to prison. Many died in prison. Many wish they could have died in prison. The best thing that I can do for you is number one to educate you, and number two to help you learn to endure. Faith is the key. To do this, we have decided, um, I have decided to move to the next phase of the Pre-Rath Resource Institute. It became very clear to me over the last six months as I've traveled, spoken, preached, written, and talked, that there is a need for a, a training center to train people how to endure. It is not a boot camp per se because we're not teaching you how to physically survive. We're teaching you how to spiritually survive. And I've uh, found a property that I want to buy, which I'm going to show you here on the screen as soon as he pulls it up. Uh, I live in Winter Garden, Florida. Winter Garden is um, about 10 miles west of Orlando, and this property is about 15 miles past Orlando. It's out in the country, or out in the country, 4.89 acres. And on this property is first uh, a house. Uh, this is a five-bedroom, four-bath, 3,600, I think 3,600 square feet, about 3,200 under air. Uh, sitting on this 4.9 acres. This house 
is a fabulous property. It has all the room and all the features that I need for a office and research center. Uh, all the walls can come out. It was built such that this could be a wide open room that could have 90 to 100 people sitting in there in a Bible study, and this is in the house proper. Uh, the, the garage was and is a shipping center. Uh, this whole area opens up into a kitchen. Also on this property is this barn, 1,800 square feet uh, barn that was used as a multi-purpose building. And when I went out there to look at it, um, the way it was constructed and the way it is, it can be easily converted to a training center. This will be the survival training center where we will have classes. It can be, it will seat about 120 people, but we'll only have on at most about 40 to 45 people per training session as someone comes down, spends a week with us of intense learning, intense opportunities as you go through the obstacle course that we will set up for you for developing faith, teaching you how to endure under very stressful situations. You will be introduced to these situations. Some of them you will not even know when they're coming. Some of them you will know. You'll learn a lot about yourself. The goal here is to teach you to first know yourself. How do you handle situations? How do you handle the unexpected? When someone bursts in the room all of a sudden and throw you up against the wall and tell you you either deny Christ right now or you're dead, how would you handle that? What would be your first reaction? What would be your words? What would you say? What would you do? What should you say? What should you do? We'll give you different scenarios that you won't even know that are coming at various times over this week of intensive. A lot of time in the Word. Uh, we will take you to the second course. The book, Fight, Flight of Faith, is only half of the manual. There's a second half. Because if you read it, you'll notice I didn't tell you one, I didn't tell you how to have, how do, how do you get this faith? How, how do you, what do you do? So, well, you have to have faith, but how do you develop it? How do you begin to develop a faith that will allow you to realistically confront life in a way that I think is dynamic? This is our home. <coughs> this 4.9 acres only has these two buildings on it. The rest of it is vacant and open. Um, this barn already has running water, bathrooms, it already has electricity, has everything there except to be retrofitted uh, to be the training center. Uh, the house is totally empty uh, and is just waiting for someone to buy. Uh, the first price that they were asking, it was way too much, it was when the market was grossly off the chart. Um, now I believe that this whole 4.89 acres with the two buildings could be gotten for just the maybe a dollar over 300000 which is a phenomenal price. Uh, it'll cost me probably somewhere in the neighborhood of another 100000 to get the building retrofitted and ready to go. Uh, the permitting, the, the zoning, everything is already perfect. I, all I have to do is basically walk in, 
do a slight retrofit, and then we are good to go. I've already got money dedicated. Uh, we're doing matching grants, uh, and I'm in the process right now of uh, getting the initial grant that will then have to be matched by the body of Christ. The maintenance, ongoing upkeep, and all of that, of course, is our ultimate concern as well. Now, if you're, if you're out here today and you're sitting there and uh, the stock market has not bothered you, uh, you still have a 401k instead of a 201, or you have a 201 and when you're supposed to have a 401, um, then you may need to just uh, pray for us. But uh, if you have the finances or you know someone who has finances who, who could help us with this project, uh, that would be great. We would like to have this property in our hands. Uh, I would like to have it finished and be ready to begin the training courses by the end of this year. Uh, the property can be in our deeded to us in, the, in a number of weeks, but to get it retrofitted and to get it up to scale. Now, the we've already worked out with the hotel, the Best Western Hotel, a, a deal for all of our conferees who come in to stay that is six miles from this building. Uh, we will have the transportation mechanism to both take you there and pick you up and bring you back. Uh, you will spend 12, 14 hours a day. Uh, the curriculum involves quite a bit of stress uh, because I want you to see what the life, what we are approximating, uh, you're going to have to experience if, in fact, this generation is called upon to be that final generation. Uh, as I told you and as I've tried to do all weekend, <clears throat> I'm not into hysteria. I'm not into phenomenology. That is, I'm not trying to make it sensational. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying that that is not my goal. I want to be very reasoned, and I want people to understand that learning to walk by faith is the requirement of every believer every day of your life, regardless of what you're doing. This is our life. This is what our life is supposed to be. Now, if we were lucky enough to be here for the final week, and I think it will be good to be here. I don't think there could be any time in your life when it will be more important to be alive on this earth than the return of Jesus Christ. To see him coming on the clouds. Matthew says with great glory. And to know that you're then going to be caught up in the air and every wicked man, woman, and boy, and girl will be made a liar on the spot. As you stand there beaming in your new glorified bodies with everybody to see. This is one of the reasons I never appreciated the pre-trip position. They say well, he's going to come and get us and go and nobody's going to know it. What kind of glorious, what is that? He came as a secret when he was a baby in Bethlehem. When he comes back as a man, he's not going to be secret. It's going to be wide open. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be fabulous. Towards this project, we've already raised $60,000 uh, towards our goal. Uh, if when we get to $150,000, uh, then we can start talking about matching funds. Uh, the matching funds, I'm hoping, will come in 20s. 40s, hundreds, people who don't have a lot of money, like me. Uh, but there are people in the body of Christ who do have extra resources that they're willing to commit to the foundation. The property goes into a foundation. 
Um, it will always belong to the Pre-Rath Resource Institute. It will always be a part of the ongoing equipping of the saints for the life that Christ is going to call that final generation. Uh, we'll have a bookstore there where you can buy resources and supplies. Uh, we will have 24-hour um, um, capability to respond to the news. If there, anything happens anywhere in the world, we want to be able to send that out immediately for all the people that are connected with us to know. Uh, we want you to be able to uh, respond to situations and circumstances that we believe the time is calling us for. This is what we are committed ourselves to. And uh, we, we are hoping that you want to be a part with that. We hope that you've signed up for our website to get the uh, instant message that whenever there's something on the website, there's an immediate notice sent out uh, within 24 hours to alert you that, hey, go to the website. There's something there that you need to read, something you need to see, something you need to hear. Uh, there'll be a lot more videos. There'll be a lot more teaching uh, in that format. Uh, hopefully, as we're able to finally get uh, our own home, and we're able to actually start turning out the product. So um, would, you, would you commit to pray for us, uh, commit to pray with us, uh, and if you're willing, uh, commit to support us even financially. The sooner I can raise, the sooner I can get the property up, the sooner we can start training. Uh, I know there's the need, and um, I just believe that God will help us to accomplish this if we are faithful and if, in fact, he has sovereignly decreed there's much so much more i'd love to teach you there's so much more i want to teach you and i hope it will be that god will let us be here together our time is, is run out and i did want to stick with my time uh, to get you out of here at 12 o'clock thank you for your faithfulness uh, many of you have written us and encouraged us and you i hope you will continue to do that we god bless you if you had a question that you wrote in today and you didn't get that question answered and it's, a, and it's an important question all you got to do is email us and we will respond to you via email and then of all, if that doesn't work, then you can always call me. Uh, my number is 407-383-3022. You can always call me. And uh, if, I have a, if I have time, um, I will always answer your question right away. If not, I'll call you back later. 407-383-3022. That is my personal cell number. Uh, you can get me on that number at 2 a.m. in the morning. My wife will have no appreciation for you, uh, but you can <laughs> Some 407 383 3022. And it's at Uh Both my, Alan, um, and others. If you find something, you hear something, you think is interesting, send us an email and tell us. We don't always get it first. Some people get it before we do. Uh, in a couple of weeks, there'll be Twitter. I'll have a Twitter site. Uh, you don't know what Twitter is, uh, you'll be educated later. Um, It'll be Twitter. It'll be the rapid response. That's how you first get the first notice that something is going on. will be Twitter until something else comes along. It will basically give you the headline, and then the facts will follow with the blog. God bless you. Thank you. We love being with you. Let's, uh, let's stand. Let's pray, and we'll be dismissed. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for Bethesda, Pastor Rodney, and Matthew, and all of the Bethesda family, uh, thank you so much for Dennis, uh, Marie, for, uh, for the Dartingers, for their willingness to serve, uh, have been wonderful this week, for um, 
uh, all of those who have purchased materials, taken materials, and have just really made this a wonderful week of fellowship and fun together. We pray, Father, that you'd keep us safe as we leave this place, that you'd keep our ears to the ground, that you would give us that information which we need. Help us not to be over the top, but to be sober, to stay footed, rooted, and stay sure-footed on the knowledge of you. We bless you, we honor you, we anoint your name. In Jesus' name, amen.